Hello, my name is Jordan Cox. I'm in cohort 59, and my front-end project is called Philosophy Club, and my back-end project is called Quintessence. Very interesting names. I'm really excited to learn more about what you've been working on, a little about your story leading you to NSS, and what might be on the horizon. But to start things off, what were you doing before Nashville Software School? So immediately preceding Nashville Software School, I was actually a Lyft driver. Um, and, and that's what I did for, for income um, for a couple of years. I've been doing that for a couple of years. Um, prior to that, I was a um, college student at the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga, and I received a bachelor's degree in philosophy from there. And was there a moment you decided going from left there's a lot of, hey, you can go and do anything you want, but why did you choose software development, web development? Why was this such an interest? A couple of reasons. Uh, one was, I guess, thinking more about um, sort of what I've been interested in in my life, and I've always sort of been interested in computers and um, video games and, and things of that sort, and sort of just had a eureka moment and said, well, how do people make these things? and <laughs> How do these things come about? And that sort of led me in, in the general direction of, of software development. Um, and, and then sort of the second push for me was having a friend who actually went to Nashville Software School a couple of years ago. And we were having a conversation about it and um, he recommended Nashville Software School to me. And so that's how I ended up here. And I'm very thankful that we had that conversation because I actually love coding quite a bit. So That one conversation led to oh, yeah. where you're at right now. So you've been doing this six months. It's a huge lift. It's a big commitment. So congratulations on making it to the end. Thank you. It's, it's been a, been quite a challenge, <laughs> but it's been rewarding at the same time. Absolutely. Let's talk about that challenge. Let's talk about what you've been working on. Maybe starting with your front end capstone. I think you said philosophy something. Is that right? Yes. Philosophy club. So what is it? How did you build it? Give me the overview. Um, so the idea, so I, I, like I said previously, I got my, received my bachelor's in philosophy. And um, so obviously I have, I have an interest in that. And so that was sort of the initial inspiration for building the capstone. Um, and uh, as far as how I built it, uh, I mean, obviously throughout the first three months, we, we learned uh, a lot of uh different skills and, and, and systems and JavaScript being one, probably the most important. Um, we also learned React towards the end. Um, and we had, obviously we had to learn, you know, uh, or at least come in with some understanding of HTML and CSS as far as the pre-work was concerned. And so uh, the goal really was to bring all of those tools and systems together and create a functional app. Um, that was a really uh, big struggle <laughs> for me. Um, I'm sure it was for most students that it was a big struggle for me, but uh, eventually I was able to really work it out and make it come alive. The conceptual part was pretty easy because of my background in philosophy. And so for me, it was all about giving the website to, for me was all about giving people an introduction to philosophy um, by, you know, allowing them to see a list of philosophers. Um, they could uh, learn a little bit about each philosopher that is so fascinating. So there's a whole list. Through that list, did you find a favorite? I have a bunch of favorites. Okay, okay. So it's hard to choose just one. 
You would, but if I, if you, if you force me, I would probably say Plato is my favorite. Okay, so Plato is among the this list. Okay, okay, keep going. Um, and so, uh, so some of the philosophers on the list, I know I had Plato there. I had Aristotle, Socrates. Uh, I think I had Wittgenstein. He's not as well known to the public. Um, had a uh, a lot of the French existentialist philosophers like Sartre and and some other people. Um, Nietzsche, people may be familiar with Nietzsche. Um, and, and a bunch of other philosophers as well. But um, you could see a list of philosophers. Um, you could uh, click on links about, and then I also had links at the top that you could click on. So these were sort of introductions to, um, you know, like different subsections of philosophy. Like I had a, a link for epistemology, which is the study of knowledge. I had a, uh, so that the link basically just explained what epistemology was. I had a link about ethics, and ethics is sort of self explanatory. Um, and so on and so forth. And that was my general goal to just give people an introduction to it and um, hopefully develop a passion and inspiration for the subject. Hey, what else can you ask for? That's really cool. So anything else you want to add from the technology standpoint of how this app works? How does it pull it all together? A lot of things that I want to add, actually. Um, I definitely want to add one. I want to add more philosophers. Um, I think I had about, I don't know, 20, 25 when I, when I, uh, for the, for the MVP, but I would like to add probably, you know, 100, 200 philosophers, um, really sort of add a lot, lot more sort of biographical and philosophical information about each philosopher. Um, that way people can get a, receive a stronger sort of introduction concerning each of these figures. Um, so that's sort of the immediate, uh, like plans for extension. Um, I would definitely like to add more sections as well, because obviously philosophy is a lot more than just epistemology and ethics. I mean, there are so many questions, you know, what, you know, uh, you know, these questions that have plagued people for millennia, like what is free will? I would like to sort of investigate that and, you know, is free will, does free will exist? And all these perennial questions that humans have struggled to answer for thousands of years now. Wow. Okay. That's really fascinating. So that was front end. That's the first project. Now then, you've got a back-end capstone. What's this one all about? Yes, yeah, so, so this one is called Quintessence, and uh, people who, have, who are familiar with it have been a little bit puzzled by the name, but the reason I called it Quintessence is because in ancient, um, in ancient Greece, there was this notion of Quintessence, which basically meant something like um, fifth element, and and what this, and obviously there was this sort of classical theory of the four elements in, in Greece, which was... Um, you know, the earth, fire, air, and uh, what is it? Earth, fire, air, and water. And and this was the, the four elements were supposed to sort of make up the, what they call the terrestrial sphere, which is sort of the world in which we live, the ground, the earth, you know, this whole sort of arena that we live in. And then the um, celestial sphere, they made a distinction between the celestial and the terrestrial. And the celestial sphere was supposed to be, you know, the, the environment of the stars and, and the planets. And they thought that the celestial sphere was made up of a fifth element. It wasn't made up of um, earth or air or, or fire or water. It was made up of this fifth element, which they call quintessence. And so since my app is about astronomy, broadly speaking, I figured that would be a great name to, to sort of um, apply. Excellent. How does this work? How's the technology behind your back in Capstone? What did you choose? How did you choose it? What's the latest on that? So the way I've gone about it is I've um, 
the, my, my primary sort of element in the back end capstone are our planets. And how it works is that with the planets, you can have uh, I basically you have a ton of information on associated with each planet. And so you can learn about um, you can have a list of planets and you can learn. Um, and each planet comes with some information on it, like the orbit, like the orbital period. You know, how long does it take to, to orbit its star or the sun in this case? Um, how long uh, you can, there's information about the composition of the planet. You know, is it a rocky planet? Is it a gaseous planet? Is it an icy planet? Um, there's information about its gravity, how strong the gravity is compared to Earth. Um, I have information on there about the distance, how far is it from its from from the sun, um, and, and various other things as well uh, that you can can actually uh, look at and sort of get information about. Uh, uh, you know, and I think people will find it very interesting. You know, for example, like with Pluto, like Pluto takes two hundred. Even though Pluto is not considered a planet anymore. <laughs> but wow. that's that's neither here nor there. But Pluto can um, it takes 248 years, Earth years to orbit the sun one time. And I think people will find that very interesting since we discovered Pluto in 19. I, I believe it was in 1930 when we discovered Pluto. And that was only 98 years ago, which means that Pluto has not completed a single complete. It hasn't been a complete orbit of Pluto since we've discovered Pluto. Um, it's a little fascinating sort of um things like that and and you can see things like that on each individual planet so far i only have eight eight planets or nine because i added well, pluto is considered a dwarf planet now but um i added pluto as well so we have nine planets but i really want to extend it and add um eventually get to the point where i can add moons and you can learn information about moons and then you can learn about stars and then you can learn about galaxies so that's sort of the the, the upcoming challenge for me wow it sounds like a lot of fun possibilities Oh yeah, a lot I can do with this this application. I just gotta um, figure out exactly what I'm gonna do and, and um, how I can sort of extend it. So, based on what you've enjoyed the most with your front end and back end capstones, do you think you have a preference for the kind of work you want to be doing next? As of right now, I think I prefer back end. I don't know if that's sort of a you know a, a bias because that's what I'm working with at the moment, but um, I really do like back end quite a bit. Yeah, so I I think if probably ideally it would be back end work, but I'm I'm also open to front end work, um, and and this is all very I'm I'm very used to coding now, doing this for six months, but sort of everything outside of coding um, is still um, relatively new to me, so I'm 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 pretty open to you know any number of things at this point. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Jordan, for taking the time to share a little about your story. We can't wait to see how your future unfolds. Well, I really appreciate it. Um, I did have something else I wanted to add. If that was oh, okay. please. Um, I have, uh, I was thinking about somebody, my, my wife asked me about this. And um, one of the things that I, I didn't really expect philosophy to sort of like my background in philosophy to sort of help me in any way with coding, but it actually has actually helped me with the back end. So you asked me who my favorite philosopher was, and I, I said it was Plato. Right. And in in the back end, there's this concept of classes, and you have this, and you have this concept of objects, and, and objects are considered to be an instance or basically an instance of a class. So you could have a class like uh, Toyota or something. You could have a very specific Toyota, like a 1998 Toyota, and that's considered to be an instance of this sort of template of class. And this was helpful. This was very easy for me to understand for the simple reason that in Plato, Plato has this idea of the forms 
And Plato says that, right, um, if, you, if you think about a tree, right, if you see one tree and then you see another tree, Plato basically asks, well, what do these things have in common? What do they share? And Plato says that what they share is the essence or, or what he calls a form. And um, this is very similar to the idea of classes, right? They, they sh- what they have in common is treeness, treeness, what he might call treeness. And he says that this is what all individual trees have in common. And this is very, so the, in this case, the tree would be the individual object. I mean, the individual tree would be the object and the concept of treeness would be the class. And so when I discovered, when I, when you encountered this and cl- um, encountered the idea of classes, um, this, it was sort of very easy for me to, to make sense of because of that. I love the connections between some of your other passions and now this new skill set you have. It's a really cool highlight to make. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was, I was really thrilled to sort of see the connections there. Excellent. Well, thank you again. We're going to be tuning in to see how, you know, what's ahead. So, again, thank you for taking the time today. Oh, thank you so much for your time. I really enjoyed it.